After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, JJ Cooper, Carlos Colazzo on another Baseball America playoff podcast after what I think we have to say was especially game, the first game of the two was just a truly wild and, and very fascinating first day yeah. of the NLDSs. We have the Cardinals coming from behind and then hanging on to beat the, uh, the Braves, and we also have the Dodgers just simply steamrolling uh, <laughs> the Nationals, especially the Nationals' bullpen, for a uh, 6-0 win in the uh, in the nightcap, which still, I will say, still, I, I've yet to have a, I know this will change tonight, but I, I've yet to have a night where it's like at midnight, I couldn't go to bed, midnight Eastern, it's been kind of nice as an old Yeah, thing. that actually has been pretty nice, it's something I kind of took for granted, just because the games were so, games were so crazy last night, I got so invested in them, but um yeah, the Dodgers was a nice game to kind of cool down after. Uh, not as intense back and forth. The Braves, the Braves Cardinals game was really fun to watch. Really throughout the entire game, you had a lot. You had some small ball early on. You had some good pitching. You had some big moments. You had some errors, um, and obviously you had a lot of other stuff going on. You had base, besides what you had I base mentioned, running but, both good and bad. Yeah. You had. Uh, uh, a great throw from the outfield, a fun debate about whether he should have been going or not. You had oh that that was I spent like maybe two innings trying to go find the shift and then figure out like the numbers of sending runners from third because I was so fascinated by is this the right decision? Is it not the right decision? And I look up and the game's changed because so many other yeah. things have happened. It's, it's but yeah, by then. I mean that was a forgotten point. And at the time, I was like, oh, this is going to be a really like important play in the game, and it's almost an afterthought at this point. But. But yes, so we're going to start with that one because that was the... It was the first one. It was the first one, but it also <laughs> was. We've had, I would say right now, we're four games in mm-hmm. to the playoffs and we've had two just great games. Yeah. And that one was a great game from the standpoint of so much happening. Not yeah. every moment was great play, mm-hmm. but it was a great game. The thing that strikes me, and then I'm going to tee you up to, to cover everything, but... This is what happens sometimes in playoff games. Like, I felt like that the Braves had a plan. Mm -hmm. And as often can happen in a playoff game, the plan fell apart almost by something that could not be foreseen. Like, the plan was, here comes in Chris Martin. Mm -hmm. Martin, with a significant lead, has the eight. Handed to Melanson in the ninth. Yep. And then... Chris Martin gets out there onto the mound, is doing his, you know, he's got his eight. Yeah. Doesn't even throw an official pitch. Doesn't throw an official pitch. I'm done. Yep. And, I okay, I, I will say this. As someone, you, you follow the Braves, you, and you follow, you know, a ton of Braves fans. What yes. do you think the Braves fans thought was when they saw Luke Jackson trotting into the game? <laughs> um, okay, he's got plenty of time. He's got all the time he needs to get warm. But that was not the situ- that that's a tough situation in general. Like you literally go from you're not in the game to the game's on the line and you're the dude. But- yeah. Well, I think the general, at least the, the people that I follow on Twitter and kind of see coming up in my timeline, the general thought is, oh no, 
Here we go. I mean, Atlanta fans have had some tough luck in the playoffs. And they don't believe in their bullpen. Regardless, yeah, regardless of the sport. But when you have uh, one of your better bullpen arms come in and not even be able to throw a pitch to start off the inning, and he's and out of the game. The exactly. Obviously, they didn't know that at the time, the severity of the injury. But I think it was just kind of a general sense of foreboding. And then obviously, it did not go well. Luke Jackson doesn't get out of the inning. Um, just point two innings pitch, three hits, two earned runs allowed, one strikeout, and then it gets worse from there. I mean, Mark Melanson, he's supposed to be the closer, kind of a shutdown guy, and he absolutely got lit up. I mean, five hits, four earned runs. I mean, the two of them combined for six <clears throat> runs, and really that's the loss right that's there. That's the game. Well, no. That's well, the game. That's... You go into it, you're up 3-1 in the eighth inning. You need six outs, and instead your bullpen gives up six Six runs, um, and you still only lose. By and you're one down seven three. Yeah, and that's a that's the thing about this game that made it so great is even after it was seven three in the top of the ninth, you're like, okay, this one's over. Let's flip over the Dodgers. Well, people who did that, I mean, you miss it. Ronald Acuna came up and hit a, a monster two run home run, and let me just and say, Freddie Freeman follows that up with a solo home run, and all of a sudden there's hope, and there's nothing more dangerous to a Braves fan than hope because let me tell you, it has not worked out well for them lately. The thing that struck me about that. That baffled me. And I say this with the Ron Acuna cover from Baseball America looking over our shoulders. Yeah. I say this, and Ron Acuna was our minor league player of the year. We think Ron Acuna is one of the best players in baseball right now. Of course. All these things said, in the ninth inning when he hit that, he watched it, he stood there, he admired it. And I know of it course. went out. But you know what? If there's ever going to be a home run in your life that you should just be like, okay, I'm going to hit this one. And do understand if you're listening to this, I am not Mr. Never Admire a Home Run. Yeah. The Jose Bautista playoff bat flip, I loved it. Like, I'm not saying never do that. Yeah. But I am saying in a game where you really did cost your team because you just kind of jogged out of the box on what you thought was a homer. Yeah, which was not even anywhere close to being... It didn't go out. It was obviously not a no-doubt home run. Right. That one That one is... is and, and this is kind of... This has become the storyline now for Braves fans. And I think the Cardinals are dealing with some some like right way to play on their own end at this point yeah, as right. well. The Cardinals are the... Are <laughs> They're the, the right Cardinals way to play team. the Braves yes. is like basically... You've got Brian McCann. You've got Yeti or Molina. Gonna We're going to figure out the right way to play baseball. But... Right. <laughs> and everyone else is like... But like, the thing is... Obvious, let's get this out of the way. Ronald Acuna made a, an obvious mistake in pimping a single that should have been a double. double. So he yes. a double 100%. turned it into a single. Exactly. When, when that happened live, I, I asked my roommate, I was like, wait, how did how is Ronald Acuna not on second base? And he was like, oh, it took a crazy hop off the wall. I was like, no. I was like, he's faster than that. Like, he must have, like, loafed. He was like, I don't think so. And then they showed the replay, and obviously he's he's pimping what way, he thinks is a home run. Ronald Acuna, this is not Brian McCann coming out of the box. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no doubt extra bases off the bat. And the fact that he's not on second base is a poor decision, but let us be very clear. The only reason the Braves are in this game is because of Ronald Acuna. The guy went three for four with a home run, a double, four balls hit over 96 miles per hour. He has a sliding catch in the outfield. The Braves aren't in this game without Ronald Acuna. Again, there was no... They did not lose this game because he loafed, but you can't do that in the playoffs. Right. They lost this game because Mark Melanson gave up 
a double down the left field exactly. line and a double down the right field line. Exactly. Both of which I will say if you're like both of which if you're a brace fan, both of which on the replay, they were clearly fair. Yeah. At the same time, <laughs> they were not fair by feet. They were yeah. fair by but speaking of inches, okay, the other part of it that left out in that ninth inning, Ozzy Albies hits an infield, a grounder in the infield, and it's a bang-bang play at first. And replay clearly shows the ball in Paul Goldschmidt's glove mm-hmm. before Albie's foot hits the bag. And I'm talking, it is like three frames before. Yeah. But then the question becomes, which is almost impossible to tell in the replay, is was his toe still on? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that one was tough. Like you said, it was kind of hard to tell. I don't. I don't think we need to make too much of an issue of this one. It's it's hard to overturn. They left it with the call on the field. I think it was the right call. I don't know if this is a game changer. It's kind of more another what if question that Braves fans can ask themselves. But I mean, yeah. In the end, the Braves lose this one because of the because of the bullpen. A really nice job by the Cardinals to kind of keep battling there in the eighth or ninth. Not to take any credit away from what they did offensively. I'm curious about what you thought of Dallas Keuchel in this game. I mean, he was getting hit very hard, but they were all on the ground. Right. So that, this you, is the you Dallas can't Keuchel, be hurt. That's the Dallas yeah. Keuchel experience. And by the way, that is Dallas Keuchel is way better on a team like the Braves than mm-hmm. he would be on a team with an infield of butchers. Because the reality yeah. of it is, is that having Josh Donaldson at third base oh, yeah. with Dallas Keuchel is a very good combo. No doubt. And it was a very good combo in that game. I mean, Kai, uh, Johnson had a couple of experiences. He had three or four. He had multiple double plays on, on pretty tough balls uh, going to his backhand, coming across third base back and making a nice throw. And then he had, I think he had oh, two he had just some, regular. He had some sensational third yeah, base play. Because really also, good. Anthony Rendon, I know it wasn't. Oh, that was a fabulous play he had in the second game. I don't even, I know it wasn't an out. Yeah. Although it did, I would say at the time it saved a run because, mm-hmm. like, if that ball goes. But the. the Ability to make that play, you lay out mm-hmm. to your backside. I don't care how you control your head. The collision with the ground means that your head is somewhat, you know, like it's not steady. Yeah. But still able to see that the ball took like a high hop. Mm. Throw his glove up and get it. Yeah, that was that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, again, pretty remarkable. The play. thing that I love about playoff baseball. Every year, but it just stands out. How good the quality of play is, how good these players mm-hmm. are. I, you know, it, it's, it is, it's amazing. It really is. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the one thing I kind of wanted to wrap up on that, on that Braves Cardinals game is, mm-hmm. is we have talked more Braves than Cardinals. Like, yeah. if you're the Cardinals, how good do you feel like right now from the standpoint of, You've got Flaherty going on the mound. You have to feel great. I mean, you've you've pretty much removed the home field advantage at this point for the Braves. That doesn't exist now. You're up 1-0 in the series. You only need two more wins. Uh, the Braves just announced they have to bring Julio Tehran uh, onto their onto Likely their roster, who's going to pitch game four. game four. So you have to like that, I would imagine, if you're a Cardinals fan. Uh, no, you have to feel good. I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to come into SunTrust Park. You want to get game one uh, and, and put the Braves on their heels, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, they probably want to play better defense moving forward. Um, but I think the- their lineup, the thing that we talked about prior to this game is their lineup, while it doesn't have maybe the star power at the top, 
Um, as some of these other clubs, we talk about the, the kind of the core four, the Braves lineup. Maybe the Cardinals don't have a core four at the top that's that impressive, but they're deep throughout the lineup. And you saw that, that last night. They really hit the ball hard throughout the lineup. Everyone was doing something, chipping away. Uh, and really what we haven't touched on at all is Paul Goldschmidt. Um, he, he has had one of his worst years uh, basically since his debut season, and he still had like a 115 OPS+. plus. I think that really speaks to his talent as a hitter. Um, and the fact that you can have him in the middle of your lineup and rely on him despite a down year uh, is, is a really good thing to have. So I'm looking forward to watching more of Goldschmidt in the playoffs moving forward. But no, a very fun series to start, and, and obviously this next game for the Braves is a must-win. So, And by the way, today is... Today, in some ways, is uh, you know it's one of the best days of the year of mm-hmm. baseball. Like the cavalcade of it doesn't stop. The only downside is is that you, this is a two screen day. I mean, this is yeah. You, know, you you need to be. You might not be getting to bed before uh, midnight if you're watching all the action tonight. Well, We've got. I guess we can get into the games after we yeah, touch on Dodgers but, a bit more. But, but. I, for the Dodgers, the, a couple things that stand out. One, Walker Bueller is absolutely. We get questions all the time. You get questions about college and high school guys. Is this guy a true, you know, got a chance to be a true number one? Yeah. We get them all the time about Mostly prospects. it's just safe to say no. <laughs> Is he a number one? Walker Bueller's a number one. Yeah. Walker Bueller, I mean. I mean, six every, innings. Everything you want to see. Like, if you said, okay, could you please give me the definition of what a number one starter looks like? Uh, what a true ace looks like? And he's not the only one out there, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what you saw last night. Which, by the way, it's not like you can't do it one time and mm-hmm. be an ace, but he's not doing it one time. This is yeah. This is Walker Bueller playoff. Yeah, I mean, he had his coming out, coming out party in the playoffs last year, and what he did last night, I mean, you see why on a team with Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller is the guy. And, and ERA champ, Hunyun Yu. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there yes. are multiple... There are multiple there are three pitchers on this team that most teams in baseball would be perfectly happy starting game one of a, a playoff series. Walker Buehler is the guy on this team. Six innings, one hit, three walks, eight strikeouts. I mean, as a staff, the Dodgers allowed two hits over this game. <laughs> Obviously, it was a shutout. There wasn't much going on on the other side offensively. But, I mean, this is why the Dodgers are so dangerous. They've got an incredibly deep lineup. They've got great pitching. Uh, that, that was the thing. Okay, we talked about... Yesterday, going into this series, I you know I talked about how deep this lineup is. And mm-hmm. by the way, like again, when you have the Gavin Luxes of the world coming off the bench, yes, when what a moment for him! What a moment for him! We have Jock Peterson, who I mean, we could talk about the home run, the foul ball to me. Yeah, JJ is way more excited about this foul, foul ball, ball he pulled almost off. Almost left the ballpark at Dodger Stadium. I know, which, the home run was amazing. I mean, just that swing, the amount of force and the amount of power, and he was clearly going for one thing in this entire <laughs> at bat. By the way, and he did he, it. You know, and it worked. But beyond the depth of lineup, the other yeah. thing that stands out is, is is that the only the only real weakness that this Dodgers team may have is the bullpen. And that's only relative to their other strengths. And the other part of it is, though, is that we saw last night in a game which, hey, Patrick Corbin, it wasn't a picture-perfect Patrick Corbin start. Yeah, five walks is... But he left that game. He could walk off the mound going, you know what? I gave him a chance. A good chance. Yeah. I mean, again, the reality is, is in hindsight, if you never score a run, I promise you, you're not going to win the game. Exactly. But... He walks off, and you're like, okay, starter to starter, slight edge Dodgers there. 
But the reality of it is, is that Fernando Rodney, not so great. And then, but more than that, like, I don't know if Hunter, I don't know if Hunter Strickland. I I do wonder. Can you pitch him again in this series? And like, mm. I, and that's an overreaction. Probably so. However, but it's a good question. <laughs> Hunter Strickland, Hunter Strickland, come playoff time, is if you could take playoff Hunter Strickland and put him in the home run derby at the All Star game, <laughs> he'd be the best pitcher possible for it. Because oh, no. I mean, it is <laughs> truly unreal how. Hunter Strickland steps on the mound in the playoffs, and homers just happen. And I do, I mean, again, I'm not making fully, I'm not just making light of it. Mm -hmm. I do wonder if you're, you know, if you're Dave Martinez, if you're the the Nationals, are you really going to want him, again, not in any game, but are you going to want him in a reasonably close game Mm -hmm. the rest of the postseason? I mean, you, you I, will, to, I will I will I will give you his stat yeah, line. Yeah, I was just pulling this up. It's unbelievable. <laughs> twelve appearances, twelve innings, twelve hits. Twelve hits doesn't sound too bad. It's one hit per inning. Okay, mm-hmm. only three walks. So he's only allowed fifteen base runners <laughs> in twelve innings. Okay, you know, oh, twelve no. strikeouts. Oh no. Okay, but yeah. So it's it's eight home runs. <laughs> That's the dagger right there. That is not good. <laughs> I mean, a six point seven five ERA is not going to put it cut in it. a different way. Hunter Strickland has made, you know, <laughs> he, oh no! Uh, if he goes out there and steps on the mound in a playoff game, there's a better than fifty percent shot that he's going to give up a homer. You know, so far in his career, <laughs> and so oh no, I so shouldn't again, be laughing. I'm sorry. I'm saying though is if you're the Nationals, yeah, good lineup. Your lineup's not as good as the Dodgers. No. Really good pitching staff, but the, the starting pitching staff, the Dodgers can match you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they have an edge in the bullpen either. Oh, of course they don't. So They definitely don't. They right. maybe have the worst bullpen in the playoffs. Right. So I, I guess what I'm saying is, is I, I was saying yesterday, yeah. before the game, I thought the Dodgers were going to win this series, and I, and I thought it was like one of the ones I was more confident in. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, Obviously, after game one, I'm more confident that this is, does not look good for the Nationals. Yeah. So... so then we move it on to, we got four games today. Yeah, we do. So the schedule is chalked. We get started at 2.05 p.m. Eastern time today. Houston, Tampa Bay Rays, first game of that series. Then we'll get game two of Braves Cardinals at 4.37 p.m. So we got two games starting before most of y'all's work days are over. Um, or, and ours, but the great <laughs> thing for us is, is I got to watch that. It's work. Yeah. Uh, after that, we've got the first game of Yankees Twins, 7.07 p.m. Eastern time, and then Game two of Dodgers Nationals at nine thirty seven. So it's a chock full lineup. Um, what are you looking forward to in the uh, the Astros and the Yankees series kicking off? Anything other than just seeing those games? No, I, I think that this Astros team is just it, with the Dodgers. It's just one of the it's one of the two teams in this that's almost like the platonic ideal of what you want to yeah. see in a, in, a, in a playoff team. Um, but that said, I, I do think that the Rays are the, the Rays are absolutely capable of beating them. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the starting pitchers, like it's not like again, if I had the course, if you're going over the course of the season, Cole Verlander Granke advantage over you know Glasnow, Snell, Morton, and yeah. And all. But that said. 
I, I mean, I would not put it out of it in any way for Tyler Glasnow to go out there and just shove. Yeah, no doubt. I think, I mean, if you're the if you're the, a Rays fan, you've got to be pretty confident in your pitching. It's just a matter of what, what your offense is going to be able to do against this monstrous Houston pitching staff, and that's going to be what's fun to watch. But like you said, with any of these series, I wouldn't be shocked if right. anyone yeah, won. It's a, five it's a baseball series. Yeah. series. yeah, regardless of how strong your team is, anything can happen in, uh, in a relatively small sample, but... But again, I would say, like, again, I would put it a 65% shot the Astros advance. Yeah, I think that's fair. I couldn't argue with that. And then Yankees-Twins. Uh, Twins fans maybe not too excited about having to face the Yankees again in the playoffs. Not, yeah, not, it has not, not been not a great history there. But again, uh, they've been a very... And, and actually, this one, I mean, two of the most powerful teams in baseball as far as home run hitting ability. So that'll be fun. Maybe we'll get some more dingers. We, 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 I think almost assuredly will. Yes. It is very impressive, very impressive what the Twins have done this year. Yep. If they win this series, it'll be very impressive because this is uh, – the Brewers did not advance. The Brewers would be the other one I would kind of say this, although I think the, it's even more true with the Twins. Mm. They're going to they're gonna turn this over to the bullpen. They want this series to be a battle of bullpens mm. because – I mean, you look at their prospective rotation right now. Yeah. And Michael Pineda's not there. He's suspended. And, I, you know, Joe Barrios has been erratic at best down the stretch. Mm. And Martin Perez had a great first half of the season, but right now I don't think you really want him out there for, yeah. for three innings, much less five. I mean, we may see, wouldn't shock me to see Randy Dobnak start a, <laughs> start a game in the playoffs, which... If anyone in the world, including anyone in Randy Dobnak's family, made that prediction and can prove they made that <laughs> prediction before the season, that's the greatest prediction of all time. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that's just that—that that is not a plausible statement to make anywhere. You know, since I, I remember talking, you know, I—I'm glad we got we got we got Randy Dobnak on Dobnak onto our midseason top thirty. Glad we did. We had some. We had, you know. Gotten some notes like, hey, this guy's pretty interested in double A. Yeah. I would have never have imagined at the time <laughs> that we'd be talking about, you know, I think the Dobnak could give him, you know, a few good innings there as a start, mm-hmm. you know. I, I Again, this is going to be really for both these teams, you the Twins or the Yankees, it's going to be how much can you just bash the other team's submission. And both these teams can do that. Yep. I mean, there's just, those lineups are relentless. That is not a game that I would expect to say, well, oh, you know, that game took a, a tight 245. Yeah. I would expect three hours 30, 345 on those games. Yep, well, it'll be fun regardless. Um, looking forward to it all. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we'll be back here again next Monday. We'll have uh, a lot to talk about. We'll have too much to talk about. We might have to go a little bit longer than we have the past couple days. But thank you all for listening. Thank you for checking out Baseball America and subscribers. Thank you, as always, for supporting the work we do. And Go ahead, along Judy. those lines, so it's a cool day today. We are sending head of the class yes. a new book to the printer today. I mean, it will be out again. It takes a while to be printed and all that. But So in the not-too-distant future, we'll be shipping out uh, this book. If you want to check it out, store.baseballamerica.com. It is our look. It is our telling the story of the history of college baseball. So... Of the last, you know, really college baseball period, but especially in the baseball America era. I think you'll love it. Check it out. Store.baseballamerica.com. 
For Carlos Galazzo, I'm JJ Cooper. So long, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.